Welcome back. I'm Tara Swiger, and today we're talking about my favorite books about mental health. Hey, welcome back to Explore Your Enthusiasm. I'm Tara Swiger, and I'm a voracious bookworm, a newish gardener, and a overnight instant mom to four little ones. Here on Explore Your Enthusiasm, we navigate big transitions in life through using our enthusiasm and joy as a guide. So if you are going through something big or new or everything in your life has changed like it has for me in the last few years, come along and join us. Now, this is a question that actually came from one of my viewers. She wrote and said, I see a therapist, I'm doing better, but I was thinking that perhaps you would have a book recommendation, fiction or nonfiction, that I could find at my local library and dive into it that would leave me feeling better. There's a lot of different ways we can take this because some books that don't have anything to do with mental health can make you feel better about yourself. Some books can make you feel so seen and so understood that you feel better even if they're about something else entirely. Other books can just make you feel better because you um, are really into their topic. So like a lot of gardening books do that for me lately, even though they have nothing to do with mental health at all on their surface. So the first suggestion I have for you if you're looking for a book is to get clear on what your intentions are. What is it you want to get out of this book? How do you want to feel? Do you want to read a memoir so you know you're not alone in it? Do you want to read somebody's personal story? Do you want to read a book about your brain and what's happening and the science behind it? Or do you want to read a book with therapy exercises and journaling prompts that will walk you through the process? Or do you just want to read an encouraging book to lift your spirit of kind of modern chicken soup for the soul or something? Um, those are all very different kinds of books. And of course, I have suggestions for each of them. Now, I want to say I read all of the above and I need different things at different times. So I really recommend you just pick up whatever feels most inspiring to you right now, whatever you think would help you right now. If you're not having a great mental health time and you're getting the support you need from a medical professional, um, just, just read what feels good. Don't make yourself do homework reading. Reading can be a joy or it can be a chore. And so just pick up the things that are going to help you with where you are right now. So I put all these books on a shelf on Amazon so you could very easily get to them. So I'll make sure and link that below. Whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening on the podcast, you should be able to find the link to that below so you can um, find all of these books in one place. So let's, let's do this by kind of book. The first one is a memoir of people who have felt the way you feel. So I find depression memoirs to be really helpful but anxiety memoirs make me feel too anxious. I've had to stop reading several, like there's one by Scott Strozel, I think his name is, and it's called Age of Anxiety. And I have stopped reading that twice because it makes me feel so <laughs> intense and anxiety inducing. Of course, everybody's experience is different and what resonated with me might not resonate with you. Your experience might be totally different. But here are some of the ones that just really spoke to me. The first one is Shoot the Damn Dog. This book is... It uses the metaphor of like the black dog of depression, which I don't even think I've heard before. It's a British book. Um, my dog actually destroyed it. So I ended up paying my library for it. <laughs> so I own it. Um, the cover's all chewed up. Um, but it really, really resonated for me. And I, and I really, this book, I felt like, oh my gosh, she is describing my experience. Um, another great book is Maybe You Should Talk to Someone. And this is actually a therapist talking about going to therapy during a hard time in her life and also some of her cases, which she's anonymized. But that book is really about kind of the therapy relationship and also about the kinds of different things people go to a therapist for. And I found that really helpful. 
Recently, I read the book Easy Crafts for the Insane, and the author is a crafter, and her life completely falls apart, like completely falls apart, and she gets super depressed, and she writes about it in this book. The parts about her depression weren't as kind of powerful as like Shoot the Damn Dog or the next book I'm going to talk about, but the parts about craft and our life and what happened in our life, I think it's a really good look at like kind of all the different ways your life can unravel um, and, and how that can make you feel. And um, it was just, it was really fun. And then my last one is a graphic novel, um, which does have some explicit scenes in it. They're, they're hand illustrated, so they're not that explicit. But I just wanted to warn you about that. And it's called Marbles by Ellen Forney. I love this book. This book explains this particular um, mental health issue so well. It Marbles is just so good. I've recommended it to many people and everyone I've ever talked to has absolutely loved it. So that's Marbles by Ellen Forney. It's a graphic memoir, which means um, <laughs> which means she's drawing the scenes in her life, kind of like if you read Fun Home by Alison Bechtel. Um, it's really good. Now, the next kind of book you might want to read is nonfiction slash DIY therapy, kind of like what's going on in the brain kind of books. I really nerd out on these. I have a ton on my bookshelf. And now that I'm trying to parent in a trauma-informed way, I have a lot of books about um, trauma and brain science for kids as well. Um, so I just, I just love reading about how it works. I think it makes me a better parent, a better friend, a better daughter, wife, sister, everything to just to just know how, what's going on um, on the inside when these things are going on. Now, if you're not familiar with the ACE study, but you feel like you had some adverse childhood experiences that are kind of a part of what's going on, the book The Deepest Well is the most thorough, most scientific book that is also so easy to read and so, so good. I actually have a whole video about The Deepest Well. Um, I think I titled it The Book Every Foster Parent Should Read, and it's really a book everybody should read because we are all living amongst and friends with people who experience tra childhood trauma. It's really great at explaining what is happening on a, on a physical level, um, not just an emotional level. The author is the main researcher um, in the in ACEs, which are Adverse Childhood Experiences, and she actually has a really great TED Talk I'll link to below. So if you're not up for reading a whole book about it, please, please watch her TED Talk. It's so good. We actually use it in our foster parent training when I train new foster parents for the state of Tennessee. Another great um, science-y book is called Bipolar, Not So Much. It's technically about Bipolar 2, um, which is a and this is a very loose description of it. Remember, I'm not a doctor. It's a mix of depression and anxiety as opposed to Bipolar 1, which is a mix of depression and mania. But this book is also really applicable to what will help unipolar depression, which is just when you just have one pole and you don't have the other. Um, it's got really great information about unipolar depression and about the mix of depression and anxiety, um, whether that's considered bipolar two or now on the bipolar spectrum. It doesn't really matter. None of that matters. What matters is there's really good science in here about what will help your depression, whatever kind of depression you have. Um, stuff I found really practical and really applicable and I still use it to this day. Now, another one that I recommended years ago and that I've had several of you, listeners, viewers, friends, read and tell me about is The Feel Good Handbook. This is a really thick book. I actually have it upstairs in my bookshelf. Um, it's a super thick book, but it's basically DIY CBT therapy. So CBT is cognitive behavioral therapy where you notice your thought distortions and you work through them and you kind of correct them. 
every therapist I've ever had recommends this book. So it's called The Feeling Good Handbook, which is a really lame name and it even kind of looks lame on the cover. It's super thick. It's so good. Um, lots of y'all have told me that you've used it with your kids or you've used it with your family members. Um, kind of do a little CBT to help them rethink when things are bad. Um, I highly, highly recommend it. Now, if you're looking for a book that is not DIY therapy, but it's just encouraging and will help you feel better, this kind of depends on you and what you like to read. So for example, mine might be Anne of Green Gables or Pride and Prejudice, and yours might be Lord of the Rings. But the books I'm going to recommend are books that are encouraging, help you feel better, and they help you take a positive step forward and uh, not just learn what's going on, but actually do something about it. So the first one is Self-Compassion by Kristen Neff. And man, if you are hard on yourself, this book is everything. I reference this book all the time. I think about this book all the time. I need to check it back out and take better notes on it. So I have like my favorite quotes from it. Um, and if you want actually in an upcoming video, I can do like the five best lessons from Self-Compassion or something because this is, this is just such a good book. I highly recommend it. And then another really amazing one actually top three books for me is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Um, there's nothing like reading about somebody who survived the Holocaust as a Jew uh, in Europe to really help you reframe what is going on with your life. So it will help you get your perspective right. But this book is actually not dark at all. I put it off reading it for a long time thinking I don't want to read about the Holocaust. Uh, and it is when you're feeling depressed, maybe the Holocaust isn't where you think you should go. This book isn't dark at all. It is so hopeful and it is so um, brilliant and so bright. It's really beautiful. And there are some lines in here that will smack you upside the heart. I'm just, uh, that's Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. It will help you think better. It will help you reframe everything. It's one of my all-time favorites. And another one that is great that will help you rethink things is Before Happiness by Sean Aker. So this is a kind of how-to combined with his science and research at the Happiness Lab. Now, I don't think that happiness is really the opposite of depression, so I'm not suggesting a bunch of like happiness books. That's why instead I suggested self-compassion because I think that self-compassion and hopefulness are the opposite of depression, at least how I experience it. Um, but Before Happiness helps you understand some things you can do in your daily life that will improve how you feel on a daily basis. They're kind of basic things, but there's a lot of science that backs them up. And so I recommend it, especially for people who are just starting on this, like, how could I feel better kind of journey. Now, my current favorite book um, about mental health is The Nature Fix, which is kind of like your brain on nature. She has all this research and all these studies from all over the world about how your brain and nature interact and how nature impacts your brain and helps you feel better. So I read it on audio and it was really great. I actually took some notes so that I can do an upcoming episode on five lessons from Nature Fix. So be sure you're subscribed so you don't miss that, but you could check that out. And then um, speaking of audio, y'all know about Libby, right? Libby is how I listen to audiobooks for free from my library because this viewer mentioned getting her books from the library all the books I mentioned are not too new they should all be at your library they're not like just coming out um and Libby is a free app and you use it to log in like with your library card to your local library and then they have a whole bunch of audiobooks and ebooks that you can get through Libby and read that way so I really recommend that if you're a big um if you like the library or you like audiobooks check out Libby. I, I love it.
So that was my answer to the person who asked about the best books for mental health. I hope that helped you. I hope you found something on here to help you with where you are right now. I'd love to hear your recommendations below. Please leave a comment over on YouTube and tell me your favorite books. And before we go, I want to thank my new patrons who just joined um, since the first podcast episode. So thank you, Barbara and Olivia and Mobile Yarn, which is in Mobile, Alabama. Heidi, I know it's you. Hi, thank you. Um, a big thank you to Brianna and to Emily, who actually also joined us in our Creative Companions. It's so much fun. It's fun to get to know you. Um, thank you to Anna, who is joining us all the way from Norway. And thank you to Susan and to Rowena. Thank you guys so, so much for being patrons. I super appreciate it. And I'm loving getting to know all of you. Um, and if you would like to support the podcast, go over to patreon.com slash Tara where you can become a patron for as little as $2. There's only two options. They both get basically the exact same thing. You get to join our community of makers, gardeners, readers. We've been sharing pictures of our garden over there in the Discord community. So we've got a little private community there and I share a extra something each month. In the past, it's been a vlog. Uh, coming up, it'll be new podcast episodes that are just for patrons. So you can join us over there to get that if you want to support the show. Thank you so much for watching and I hope you have an enthusiastic day.